T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Little MJ getting it done at high noon in the District of Columbia. In a round... Right now, time to get to the BetQL guest line. Talk to our friend, Mr. Sean Merriman, former Maryland Terp, former NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. Mr. Lights Out. Sean, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? We good, man. How you been? Doing all right, man. Just uh, grinding away as usual. You know life. <laughs> yeah, I bet, man. I, I want to get into the uh, the really cool deal you've got coming with Fubo TV and, and your Lights Out Extreme Fighting stuff. But l- let's talk about the league, man. Um, I, I want to start with this DeMar Hamlin situation. And, you know, you played in Buffalo. You're a guy that played in the NFL for, for close to 10 years. I mean, nobody ever saw anything like this. Uh, were you watching it live? And, uh, you know, it's great that we're starting to get some, some good news coming. But what was your reaction as it, as it unfolded? You, you know, um, playing the game, we obviously know. We see some, some things that are uh, pretty catastrophic, right? Guys tearing their Achilles or AC, ACLs and uh, just all the freakish in, injuries, concussions, you know, we've seen guys leave off the field in the ambulance and kind of give the thumbs up. And uh, and still, with all those things, we, we've never seen anything like what happened Monday night. Um, and to say the least, I was shook, man. I was I was shook. Yeah. Not only, um, you know, as you just said, a former Buffalo Bills, Bills and uh, the organization, but that community. Uh, guys, it's not like the Buffalo fans. I mean, playing there, you know, we know about Bills Mafia and things like that. But when you play there, you feel that, like they're family. Right, they extend his family. So when he's laying down that field, it feels like their family's laying down on the field. Um, and we all know the uh, the risk of, of putting on that helmet and strapping up your cleats. I mean, it is a rough uh, sport. You know, the physicality of it sometimes it can be pretty violent. Uh, but it's also, in my opinion, and this this is my opinion, the greatest sport in the world. Um, and that's why we love it here in the country so much. But I think for the first time, um, people saw a human on the ground and not a player. Yeah, and that that was that to me was the difference in you know anything that's happened before on the field. I think they look at the fact that showing knee injuries and you know uh, pec tears and things of that nature. That's oh that's a, that's an athlete's thing. When something dealing with the heart, I think that like you said, they saw a human being instead of a, a, a football player, and I think that changed it. Where they finally saw like we all as players, we know we can get hurt, but I don't think anyone has ever thought that we can die on the field. You get what I'm saying? No, absolutely. Yeah. And it put a lot of things in perspective. And, you know, before I say this, I mean, that it was a, I hate to say freak accident, right, because anything could happen on the football field, but yeah. that wasn't normal. 
Yeah, it's right? not. Um, no. You know, we've seen, we seen guys have uh, major injuries where we're, we're wondering if they you know, have some kind of paralyzation. or We've seen those things. But what happened Monday night is, is not the norm. And so when I, when I see people sometimes who, who don't know much about the sport and say, oh, you know, I don't know if I'm going to play. I'm a 12-year-old son. He plays quarterback. And, you know, I, as long as I talk to him about the risk and things of the game, I would never deprive him of playing the greatest sport in the world. I mean, because football taught myself, me, a lot more than just about playing football. It was, it was the closest thing to life. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if I had an opportunity to do it all over again, I would. Now, I would do it differently right i maybe take care of my body a little bit more maybe not press it or go out there and, and risk a re-injury when i'm not all the way healthy but man the football football is nothing like it well there's no other sport where i mean even at the youth levels where people of all different shapes sizes speed have use right because you need you need a big guy that can't run much, and you need a little guy that's super fast. And, and you don't see that in a lot of other sports where you, you tend to need similar body types to get stuff done. And, and, and that's – I mean, listen, you two played the game. I've devoted my life to the game. I think it's pretty clear the three of us love football. Um, and, and what happened the other night in Cincinnati is terrible, but thank goodness that it, it, it seems like it, it's turning the corner. Um, talking with our friend Sean Merriman, Mr. Lights Out uh, has a, a really cool debut coming with his um, extreme fighting coming on Fubo Sports. Um, dude, why don't you just tell us a little bit about that rather than waiting. Just just tell us about the, the deal you've reached with Fubo and, and, and what you got cooking. Yeah, so, you know, myself, I started training um, MMA back in 2006. Um, you know, Jay, Jay Blazer and Randy Couture and all these guys, they got me in the, in, the, in the cage, and I just wanted to honestly just get better with my hands and I've been outside linebacker and getting more, you know, violent and active with my hands as a pass rusher. And uh turned out I was still pretty good at the sport, and I, and I had a passion for it. So every year, actually, I started training with, you know, some of the best MMA fighters during the offseason because I just started helped out. Uh, with my football capabilities more than anything. In 2018, we, I launched Lights Out Extreme Fighting. Uh, you can see now we're on Football TV. We have a, um, a huge show coming up next Saturday, January 14th in Riverside, California. But it will be live on Football at 10 p.m. Eastern. So if you guys don't have Football, check it out. But, um, you know, I've been actively trying to get more former athletes into combat sports. You know, we've seen Frank Gore and then Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bill. But there's going to be a ton more, and we have a few uh, signings coming up here of former NFL guys that are looking to make that transition into Lights Out Extreme Fighting. When you look at the training for MMA compared to your training for football, what was the most difficult, and what are some of the rigors of the MMA training? Well, I can tell you in MMA, muscles don't help, you know. It's a very humbling sport, man, because I remember my first day training, and I was training with a guy who was a uh, NCAA uh, uh, champion, and I had him about 70 pounds, right? So I'm going in there looking. I'm going to slam and throw this guy around the cage, and he took me to the ground, and I couldn't get up, right? And I was just <laughs> trying to figure out what in the heck was going on, um, and I just got better. I wanted to learn. Um, and, and, Brian, as you know, man, when we, when we get done with the game, we still got a little something left. We, have, you know, we want to train. We want to compete. Yep. Uh, you know, you miss the locker room. In those first couple of years, you're trying to figure out what to do because that competitive edge is still there. You don't have it there. So I, I, try, to, I try to convince and talk to a lot of former athletes to pick up some form of combat sport when they're done. You don't have to take a fight. But, you know, go pick up boxing, go pick up jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and, and find a way to still stay disciplined and stay active. 
Yeah, I told JP about uh, uh, David Akers. He was uh, what's the Gracie tech, neck technique they had jujitsu? Yeah, hoist Gracie. And that dude would challenge like offensive linemen and have everybody tapping out. Yeah, and it, was, <laughs> it was like me the first time I got there with that wrestler tapping out. Um, <laughs> you know, it, because it's a very it's a very humbling sport where you it's a craft, it's a skill, and. You know, when you talk about the Gracie and the Gracie family, and, and, and they really brought uh, a part of MMA mainstream um, and, and see the sport not only growing in this country, but growing internationally, which is, which is even bigger. And this, this next fight uh, for Lights Out Extreme Fighting on Fubo will be shown in, in Canada and France and Spain. Um, so, you know, I've been a, a little bit of a world traveler, man, but I really love this sport and I've just, you know, been passionate about it. Sean, you know, I'm a Terp. I rooted for you in college. I rooted for you in the pros. I'll do anything to support you, but I gotta, I, I just want to set the record straight on this. I, I will not be signing with Lights Out Extreme Fighting. <laughs> so well, we're clear. You know, we, we have the, uh, the pros versus Joes, man. So anytime you want to come I, over there. And, I am unavailable. And, uh, just, I, am, I am. Just test your skills out. Just come on in. Nope. Man. We'll, I'll, we'll love to have you. I'll get Sean, my arm broken be, listen, within I four think, seconds. Sean, you can promote this. You can have the B. Mitch and Finley. Nope. Uh, MMA fight JP against me. They're going to nope. tie one of my hands behind my back, and we're going to raise money for charity. Incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> just want to be clear right. about that. Well, Brian, I think, I think we call those handicap matches, man. So we're going to figure that one out. <laughs> um, Sean, I, I did want to ask you about kind of the state of the commanders because you were on some really good teams there um, when the Chargers were still in San Diego and and, and Marty had that thing cooking and, and you guys were good, man. Um, but you, you, over the course of an NFL career, B was went through the same thing. You Eventually you end up playing on some bad teams too. Um, and the commanders are now out of the postseason. They're turning to a rookie quarterback for a week 18 game against the Cowboys that have everything to play for. What's it like at this stage of a season when, when one side knows they're not going anywhere, the other side has everything to go? What, what is like the mental status for players going into that kind of week? Well, you know, I did I did play for Ron Rivera. Um, you had a pretty good relationship with him. He was That's true, yeah. out there with the Chargers, and you know, so I, I'm, I was happy for him when he first got the job. I think he's had some success in the in the, in the league, and also when you're talking about players going to organizations, bad organizations, um, you know, Ron Rivera was brought in, brought into a tough spot. You know, there's a lot of a turmoil there with the Commanders that he was led to answer questions and sticks. Obviously, his you know he's had the, the health issue that he recovered from and healthy now early on. Um, and so there's a lot of uh, uh, parts. And, you know, he says something on, on the lines of um, the quarterback play, right? And he went uh, saying something about Carson Wentz and then kind of sticking up for him and they benching him and moving forward and so forth. But the truth of the matter is um, you need a staple quarterback in this league in order to win, mm-hmm. right? If you have a revolving door, rotating door, and not that guy there they can lead your franchise, it is very hard to win in this league. And you look around at, you know, we talk about the Chargers with Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. You need that guy there. You cannot have a rotating door because I don't care how great your defense is. I don't care how great your running back or the offensive line block. If you don't have that guy quarterback, you are not walking into that game on Sunday feeling very confident. And I think and that's the thing about it. We've had three years we started with three different quarterbacks. And I think this is the fourth year where they already say we need another quarterback. And I think that right there is the biggest hang-up of this whole thing because, like you stated, a quarterback will make other players come to play for your team. You know what I'm saying? A quarterback will normally erase some of those issues for you. And If they had that early on, 
took that opportunity early on to do that instead of like jumping at some of the little quick things early. I think this team would be farther along. Well, you look around. They're set at wide receiver. They're set at running back. You got you know young, hungry guys on the defensive line. You got. Uh, defensive backs are not scared to tackle to come up and be physical. So if you, with that being said, what's the one position that they can't hold down? And that's the quarterback position. So if I was a GM there, if I was really trying to figure it out, I would sacrifice picks, everything I can to get your number one guy. Your guy that's going to be there for a decade plus because that's the only way they're going to win. And it's, it's bad because, and Brian, you know this, there's been some great players in the National Football League over the last 30, 40 years, and we don't hear about some of them because they played on bad teams. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just period. I mean, sure. and, and I, you know, with the Chase Young and Sweat and all these guys, these guys are a beast up front. You got a running back who can actually tote the rock. You got a, yes. a, a wide receiver out there that's more than capable of making big plays. So do what you need to do to go out there and get yourself a, a, a prime time quarterback. So, um, Sean, I, I was curious, you know, you dealt with injuries in your career. What did you make of, of Chase Young has now returned to the field? I, I think he's been pretty impressive through two games. Um, have you been able to watch him? And just what's it like coming back? You know, we, we always talk about players coming back, but I think for DNs that so frequently have running backs and sometimes even tackles and tight ends coming at their legs, how hard is it to work your way back like that? Well, the, the first part of that is mentally, right? You have to mentally be okay with pushing off of that thing and turning the corner while a offensive lineman is, is blocking you to dip under him and rip and turn and also sustain the cut block. So the first part of that is, getting over the mental aspect if you feel good. The second part is getting your explosion back, learn how to change directions, those like things like that. But it takes a it takes a full year uh with that type of injury he had to come back. So yes, he I, you know, they were um when they reactivated him, I saw him out there and he looked good. He had some flashes, but it theoretically it takes a a full year before he gets back to the player he was. We'll see. So l- let's zoom out from the commanders who are out of the postseason. Um, looking at the teams that are that are going in here, uh, is there anybody you really like? Like, do you think it's the Chiefs to lose, or, or do you think maybe some of these teams further down the line might might be ready to to make a real run? You know, well, the AFC is tough all the way around, and that it's a toss up, right? And you want to say Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs going to just run the tables, but. You know, the Chargers, I believe, lost to them by a field goal, so, and, and they didn't have all their guys. So they're gonna, that'll be a good matchup there. Josh Allen, you, you know, you, the AFC's tough. Um, and the NFC side, I just don't see anyone beating Philly when, when they're fully healthy and, and they have the momentum. They have too many weapons. They're the most balanced team, really, in football, if you look at them. Um, you know, you can say, you know, San Fran, or one, you know, you can say someone else, but I, for the most part, I think that Philly is, is the team out of the NFC, and it's, it's really theirs to lose. The AFC side, man, they got it, – it's really it's really a toss-up and who's going to make the least amount of stakes when the game is on the line. All right, right Sean, I, I'm going to take you back to the MMA. We we have a guy here, Jeff Walker, and he's been uh, – hit, <laughs> hit a competition. He told us he was 270 pounds. Well, he was 267 pounds. He tried to get to 220. He failed at that. Now he says he's going to try to get to a 250, but he wants to be cut up. MMA, the guys in MMA, they have some unbelievable uh, bodies and they're cut up like hell. What can you tell Jeff the main thing to get him right? Because, you know, I I, I made him tap out one day. I don't think there's anything that will get Jeff (laughs) right, just for the record. Hey, Sean, if you ever have a pros pros versus Joes, just give this station back a call. You got a volunteer right here. Oh, boy. (laughs) Jeff, you don't want to do that. You know what, Jeff? You're an actual idiot. 
as long as he signed a waiver, I'll take care of him. I don't want to be responsible <laughs> for anything after that. Listen. Hey, Sean, I send you e- my email oh, information and boy. stuff to your agent, brother. <laughs> what uh, are you trying to do here, Jeff? What is your end game he, he don't, What he doesn't realize is the person he going against won't be small. The guy going to be a heavyweight like he is. Hey, man, I'm not scared. Lights out. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Hey, look, just send that email address over so I can send a waiver and then we can see all good after that. All right, man, don't be surprised if you see an email. I I was just trying to get him in shape. Now he wants to go fight. I mean, you're going to get your (laughs) ass kicked, Jeff. Sean, one more more real question. Um, What do you make of the Vikings, a team that's got a a heck of a record, but, man, do they do it unconventionally, to say the least? Well, with the Vikings, it's just really who shows up. <laughs> right, I mean that that's that's the biggest um, hurdle with the Vikings. If they show up, they're, they're you know they can challenge Philly. They can you know, they can challenge whoever they want. But the problem with them is is just the team that show up and how they win. And the teams that are trending upward. If you look at any team right now, and this is it's probably a little scarier with Philly. Anybody like right now is the time you need to start going on that uprising and, and and going into the the playoffs because the most confident and healthy teams are the ones that win. Right, not the ones that are barely getting in or playing up and down or squeezing by, you know, because you're not going to keep squeezing by in the playoffs. That's how you get sent home. And, uh, you know, that's why I always talk great about my Chargers because they had so many injuries this year. But if you look how those guys have been playing as of late, they're trending up. Most teams that are winning going deep in the postseason and have a chance to win that ring are trending up at this time of year. Right. What do you think? B and I have had some some choice things to say about Chargers coach Brandon St- I think it's Brandon Staley. What do you think of Staley? Well, you know, people always want to talk about uh, fourth, one on fourth down, some of the question-making decisions, even the offensive coordinator Lombardi, and, I, and maybe some of that stuff is questionable. But what doesn't happen is, is no one is talking about how they found a way to get that team to the playoffs with the amount of injuries they had this year. Right, I mean, Mike Williams True. and Keenan Allen, I think, only played four or five games together on the same at the same time this year. Justin Herbert with the with their hurt ribs early on during the year, he you know he didn't really miss any time, but he was struggling. Uh, Joey Bosa goes down for six plus games. Khalil Mack was down for a little bit. You lose your your All Pro left tackle that goes down, and so instead of the, the talk and the chatter being, "Wow, these guys found a way to get them to the playoffs," it's, "Oh, why did he make that call? Or they need to open up the offense." So. When the chatter happens, I just think, think it needs to go both ways. Yeah, I just went there last year because I think he went, he killed me last year. This year, I give him a little bit more credit. But last year, I was like, I thought the guy was really like uh, had a mental problem or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Well, you know, so Brian, the game has changed a little bit from when we playing right now. It's yeah. about analytics and 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 numbers and probability. You know, so it's, it's changed a lot over the last couple of years. Uh, back then, it was like, hey, we're running the ball. You know we're running the ball. Then you got to stop us. Yes. It was a mentality, mentality thing. Um, and so if you look at the, the win ratio or the, uh, the, you know, them coming out, the probability of going on, going on fourth down, they've been more successful than not. And the only time it's talked about is when they lose. Now, I'm, you know, I'm not saying that when he went for, uh, uh, you know, fourth and one on the Raiders 20 last year. I'm not saying that those <laughs> yeah. are, the, are, the, are the best things to do. But if you look at the probability as a, as a whole, they've had a lot of success going on fourth down. 
Hey, Sean, we uh, we really appreciate, appreciate you making you time brother. for us. And good luck, Congrats man. Congrats on, on the deal with Fubo, man. Can't wait to watch some of that. And maybe uh, you let us know when you need Jeff Walker to show up. You need a, you need somebody to get beat up for you. Yeah, JP and I take the front row seats. Yeah, yeah, just make sure he sends that email and that waiver over. We'll be good. <laughs> yeah, <All right>. good. <laughs> for sure. Dude, if you end up doing shows in D.C., we are 100% there and, and, and happy to promote it anyway. Much appreciated. Thanks, guys. All right, Sean. Take care, brother. That's our guy, Sean Merriman. Uh, check him out. Lights out. Extreme fighting. When, when we come back, I, I want to talk a little bit more about what we're hoping to see on Sunday. And I, I want to talk about some of these playoff scenarios. Plus, who the heck is going to be playing? We've had so much focus on the quarterback, and, and we're going to hear from Sam Howell. But what about the rest of this roster? What's it going to look like? Don't go anywhere. You listen to me, Mitchell Finley. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.